the dad business. And here is your host, Nigel T. Best. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So great to have you here, my friends. And today's topic is, do you ever have time for play? Now, I don't know about you, but sometimes you come home from work and you are pretty tired. You can have had a pretty tough day. In fact, you might even have been working from home and your kids might turn up from school and first thing they want to do is obviously uh, disclose every event that went on at school. Not. Uh, so they won't tell you anything. They uh, they come in, they're fairly surly. Where's a snack? Where's some food? Is What's for tea? What can we eat? Throw the bags down, throw the coats down, whatever it might be. Uh, barely sort of you get a, a grunt of an acknowledgement sometimes on these sort of things uh, when they come in from school and any question is met with a quite simple answer of uh, don't know so it doesn't really matter what you're asking them however after a while so you get you might go back to whatever you're doing or you might uh, you might be hard no watching the telly or something and after a while you get this call and you're just kind of you were geared up I don't know if you've ever felt like you were geared up for when they were coming home they're ready you were ready you wanted to play you all set to go and they weren't and then come an hour or so later the boots on the other foot roles have been reversed and they are desperate to play and you are desperate to not play now Two incidents have just happened to me, one last night and one just today, and it just made me think of this, and it was how how do you stop yourself falling into that routine, into that sort of uh, default position of, uh, no, I'm busy, uh, no, I can't play, I'm busy, uh, I'm doing something, um, I don't want to, uh, and, and generally... I will give that response from a semi-reclined position, almost sliding off the settee in the corner, just thinking, oh, right, look, this is good. I've got control of the remote control. Yes, uh, life is, you know, destinies of life is in my hands. I'm in control. This is it. But then you're getting pestered and you need to play. And last night, it's... Well, it, it might happen with you, but whenever you're trying to get them ready for bed, it's bedtime. All of a sudden, anything is better than going to bed. And it is a case of, uh, it doesn't matter what. It doesn't matter what what excuse, whatever it might be. So what have we had recently? Um, or I just need to get something. Or I just left something downstairs. Or can I just get this? Or I need to say bye to the dog, bye to the cat, bye to the front door, bye to the windows, bye to whatever it is. Can I have a snack? Can I have another snack? Can I have a biscuit? I'm hungry. Well, when you point out the fact that they hadn't eaten any uh, anything for their evening meal, for their tea, you, you sort of say, well, you didn't want anything. Well, that was then. This is now. I'm hungry. Can I have something? Uh, no, you can't uh, because it's all gone um, and you didn't want it. So do you remember you sort of said you were going to go to bed hungry and you were quite happy with that? Well, I've changed my mind and now I'm not. I want some food. So all these delaying tactics, enough to test the patience of a saint. It's, uh, it can be, you know, all sorts of things. Um, with having three boys, it, it suddenly they argue with each other. They suddenly sort of t- decide, right, that's it. I'm going to get you. And they start doing all sorts of things. Um, however, 
One of the annoying things that was happening last night, and I say annoying because, quite frankly, it was annoying. But when you're a kid, it's not. When you're a kid, it's absolutely brilliant. And this was one of those balloons. Have you seen them? You get them sometimes from parties, and they have uh, one of the ends. You can have a rubber band around it. So you can kind of put it around your wrist, and you can sort of multi-bat the balloon away without it going anywhere and it goes as fast as you can it's a bit like you know the boxers when they're doing those funny little punches from the from the punch ball that punch bag that hangs down that sort of thing and it was and then he let go of that and then it was bat it all around the room um don't matter what it hits don't matter if it's about to knock a drink over doesn't matter you know where it goes um doesn't matter if uh, he's disturbing anyone else. Um, so this is my youngest, who's eight. And he just wanted to keep playing. Uh, batting this balloon around and it was kind of... One of his brothers threatened to pop it. And I thought, well, you're going to be second in line because I'm going to pop it first. But he kept going, kept going, kept going, kept going. Anyway, managed to get on the way upstairs, upstairs getting ready for bed. So we try and get the bath going the the nighttime bath routine i feel like i have done it for a thousand years and to be quite honest i don't do it much at all uh, sally uh, she is the untung hero of taking uh, the kids for a bath however however mind you i must say i must say matthew 17 he takes himself for a shower he no longer has a, a bath so it's a uh, it, it's mainly the youngest at eight and he goes up with this balloon well of course going up the stairs the balloon goes up part of the stairs and then down again he goes up a few stairs and oh lo and behold uh it slipped he says as he thumps it back down the stairs again so a good five ten minutes later we're actually at the top of the stairs and um and it was just look i was looking for sharp implements at this point uh for the balloon i have to say and it was a case of right come on Come on, no, 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 come on. Look, you need a bath. Come on. And what are the old sort of bribe te- techniques or tactics? Uh, well, I won't read your story or I won't do this, won't do that or something, something. And you just know that these these sayings, they have no power. They have no influence. It makes no difference whatsoever. I, don't, I could hear myself saying them and even I didn't believe myself. Anyway, we get upstairs. And this balloon, I managed to lob it into his bedroom and redirect him the other way to the bathroom. However, I turned my back to have a chat with Oliver and boy and balloon were reunited in very quick time. And they started blatting this thing around the bedroom and I was just thinking, right. And then I took a deep breath. And I thought about it. Because every hit he was making, he was describing what happened to this balloon and how amazing the trick shot was that he'd just pulled off. What an incredible thing it was that he'd done and how he was going to do an action replay and he was not only going to show me again, but he was going to show me in slow motion. And I just thought back, kind of 40 years, and thought, do you know what? That was me. I did that. I used to love doing things. 
And when they kind of bounced off something else, I would tell my mum and dad, look at that, did you see that, did you see that? Wow, that was amazing. It went up here, I did one of these, it fell back there. As I was going backwards, I managed to double kick it, and then as I rolled over, I caught it. Did you see it, did you see it? Well, if you didn't, I'll show you it again. And I just thought, I used to love that. And thinking back, my mum and dad used to humour me. And they used to sort of watch it happen. Now, I could have done one of two things. I could have said, no, get in the bath, that's it, balloon away. But instead, I thought, hold on. I remember how much I enjoyed it if my mum and dad, if they happened to join in, something as daft as just batting a balloon back and forth across a bedroom. So maybe you in a situation and you can take one or two directions and last night I chose to say okay the bath and everything else can wait let's have a go at knocking a balloon bat bat and even I was very close to the point of saying no 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 did you see that did you see that I kind of caught it on my finger end let it roll down the back of my hand and then gave it a backhand cross court smash did you see that Jamie suddenly was unimpressed with me taking over the role of, uh, of a commentator on, on some of these shots. So I let him take control again. But it was, it was one of those things where we were just messing about and he was, he was doing dives onto his bed as he flicked it off his foot or attempted to. Or Then we did headers for a point and, of course, it always rapidly descends into uh, first 10 or first to eight, or first to 22, or whatever it is. And we had a titanic tussle of balloon tennis across the bed. And I have to say, you know, they say that dads shouldn't uh, win and and what have you. They've got to teach their kids to lose. And, um, they, they, you know, it's one of these things. They encourage the kid and, and all the rest of it. Well, I have to say <clears throat> that... Yeah, I'm, all, I'm almost choking on this, as I say, but, um, yeah, the little so-and-so beat me. I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe me. 10-9. I thought I had him in my back pocket, and he pulled off a couple of remarkable shots and beat me. 10-9. Well, if I mean, I, I don't think any jury in the land had convict me there if I popped his balloon at that point, but no, I held on again. I held on again, and I just said, right... Well done. Uh, yes, you you did really well. Oh, I know. Yes, that amazing winning shot. Yes, yes, I did see it. Unfortunately, I did. Although, I do think we need a replay. Oh, no replays. Oh, okay. Yeah, I lost. Yeah, Dad, you lost. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get it. I get it. Come on then. Bad time. And there we were last night. So, you know, we had. Uh, a great game of balloon tennis across the bed. It's amazing what the simple, silly things are um, that that kind of can be so enjoyable. And it could have been, it could have been different. I could have done it, and I've probably done it far too many times in the past. Where you just you're tired, you want to do something, something's annoying you, and you just you go with that. And instead, what I did was I flipped it and just said, "Nah, come on, come on, I'm going to enjoy this." I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to let him enjoy this moment. And maybe in years to come, who knows, he'll have a game of balloon tennis across the bed with his kids. I hope so. I hope so. So there's number one. There's number one, an occasion where 
I could have gone one way and I went the other way in terms of um, playing with the kids. Uh, the second one was today. Uh, we've had some pretty poor weather recently and we've had quite a bit of snow lying around. And uh, the kids were, school was actually called off and uh, roads were blocked and all the rest of it. So it was a bit of a, um, a sort of keep them at home, mess about sort of day. Anyway, they were, three of them were outside for oh, a good couple of hours this afternoon. And I just didn't feel like it. I really didn't. And um, I said, look, I'll, I'll, you know, what's the excuse? You trot out something. Well, I was, I was actually meant to be working. I was actually meant to be working. And I was actually working. So I just said, look, I'll do it later. Do it later. And uh, they sort of went, uh, and anyway, later on, I had had enough of being stuck in the house and I decided I really ought to uh, help out and take the dog for a walk. So I took the dog for a walk through the snow, which was um, really, really cold, really cold and really quite deep. It was kind of coming over the top of my wellies uh, was the snow. But anyway, came back, sat down, just got myself a drink, just sat down, warming up again. And in comes Jamie again. And he just says, just looks at me straight square in the eye and just went dad snowball fight come on look at the snow it's perfect hmm did i mm, did i how can i now and again i suddenly went back to last night and balloon tennis across the bed and thought come on you can do it let's get outside put all your stuff on again let's get some gloves let's go outside and have a snowball fight so togged up out we went and um yeah plenty of snow it didn't take long he got out first so of course i walk out into an ambush and then uh, we were messing about. It was really good. He couldn't believe, he couldn't believe his dad could throw a snowball. And he couldn't believe his dad could throw a snowball with alarming accuracy. And again, I sort of went back to, uh, I know I've seen the news where they, they were talking about the, the snowstorms in 1982. Now, 1982 to me was absolute heaven. It snowed for weeks. It was cold. It was deep. You could go sledging. It was just fantastic. Fantastic time. So there I am, back out there. Uh, a good sort of 40 years or, or what? No, what's that? 30 odd years uh, since then. Uh, my old throwing arm's still pretty good, pretty accurate. The snow is just a bit too cold. So you know when you get the snow and you can't, ooh, you, you kind of scoop down and just one squeeze and you got a snowball you got a snowball with some some weight some mass in there haven't you one that'll fly with reasonable accuracy these were a bit too much of a you had to squeeze it four or five times and it's quite windy you had to make allowance for the wind drift taking all these factors into account you know that the equipment was substandard the weather was against me and all the rest of it i was devastating I pulled off a couple of back-of-the-head snowball th- thwacks. You know, it was good to see. I was feeling really rather pleased with myself. But then, you know, as is uh, as is probably many people's problems, you just take a moment reveling in your own wonderfulness to 
sort of lose track of time, forget that he's scooted around the other side of the car, look up, having sort of tried to squeeze another snowball, and thought, oh, it's gone quiet, turn around, and yeah, cop one full in the face, there you go. Well, that happened all too often. Okay. Door slamming in the background. <laughs> They're all messing about here. And anyway, what happened then? So, we carry on the fight. We're messing about. It's pretty good. I've got my back to the uh, back door of the house. And I thought I heard the back door go. Oh, yes, I had. Matthew, 17-year-old, sneaks out without me knowing, without him telling, without him even so much of the, by your leave, can I join your snowball fight? No, 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 no. Announces his his appearance into the game with one full on the back of the head for me. His poor old dad. I couldn't believe it. Spun round. Well, he was just laughing and laughing and laughing. It was outrageous. Is golf. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we need to go. Yeah. yeah. So there we are. We got together. So there we are. We got together and uh, had a bit of a fun. There was a snowball fight. We've got quite a few trees around, and so I was trying to lob them into the trees so the snowball split and showered each of them with the uh, snow, but <laughs> it wasn't as easy as all that. But there we are. We had great fun, fantastic time out in the snow, come back in and now I'm recording this before I forget it and it's great fun and it's, I guess, just a note to myself. This is a, this is a really personal one for me. Maybe you can relate to something like this but those times when you really don't want to do it, that's, I think, when we should all make that little effort and do it because these are the memories that your kids have for the rest of their life these are the memories my kids are going to have of me as their dad and I don't want it to be all about business I want them to remember me having fun with them so this is Nigel Best your host for the dad business hope you've enjoyed this episode my friends and I look forward to seeing you soon bye for now